is episode 17, Selecting the Best Platform to Host Your Online Course. Hello, and welcome to the eCourse Domination Podcast, where we deep dive into all aspects of online course creation, from concept to marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Tim Cooper, and it's a pleasure to have you with me today. Hello everybody, it's Tim Cooper back again for another discussion on online course creation and marketing. And with a bit of luck, it's going to stay quiet while I record this episode. Got up this morning all prepared and discovered that the next door neighbor has a problem and they've got some workmen there cutting tiles and all sorts of stuff, making a lot of noise. So hopefully we can get this episode done and dusted before they start work again. Now, When it comes to selecting a platform to host your online course, this really makes or breaks your success. And you have to look long-term as well. Don't just make a decision based on what suits you best now. You've got to look into the future and just see what you can build and what is going to be best for you and your course and what you wish to accomplish in the long term. But before we get into the nitty-gritty of this episode, Here's a really quick product endorsement. Are you looking for top quality graphics and templates for your course presentations? Grabbing any old image off the internet is fraught with danger. Nobody wants to get sued. Ain't nobody got time for that. Plus, there's always that problem of watermarks and trying to get a standard professional look and feel to your design. That's why I use Presenter Media for all my graphic and template needs. The library of Presenter Media is continually growing, and once subscribed, you'll have unlimited access to presentation templates, images, animations, and video backgrounds. Take their headaches out of your course presentation design and check out my affiliate link at ecoursedomination.com slash presentermedia. That is presenter media. Presenter media is not a free service, but I know you will find it well worth the small investment. Okay, and yes, we say it at the beginning of every show. I really want the content to be relevant. I want to be answering your questions. I want to be giving you information that allows you to make an informed decision. And this is what this episode is all about as well, because I've had experience with all the platforms that I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. So I can share my experience with you. So then you can then maybe make an informed decision moving forward. So if you have any particular questions, if you want to know more about a particular topic, if there's a particular instructor you would like me to interview, please send me an email at asktim at ecoursedomination.com. That's asktim at ecoursedomination.com and I'll do my best to facilitate your request. So earlier in the week, I received an email from Alison Haig, who is a content marketer and designer at Fedora, and she sent me a fantastic infographic comparing different platforms for online courses. And the platforms that were compared were Fedora, Udemy, and WordPress plugins. And it was really, really interesting to have a look at. And it did highlight some points. So I'm just going to go through that uh, infographic. And this infographic will be downloadable or visible on the show notes. And now the show notes for this show will be available at ecoursedomination.com forward slash 17. That's the numbers one seven. So let's just go on 
and go through each of the main points that Alison raised in her infographic. And the first one was pricing, and pricing was broken down into flexibility, subscriptions, multiple currencies, and the platform's cut. So coming up to, to pricing, Udemy, you can only have a one-off fee, and that is now capped at $9 minimum and $300 maximum. So basically, Udemy are dictating what you can charge. They're even dictating the least you can charge out, sort of a free course, of course, but you know you can't even make a $5 course anymore. It has to be at least $9, and you cannot charge more than $300, no exceptions. So you could say that their flexibility when it comes to pricing is pretty rigid and uh, quite low. WordPress plugins, you've got you know, a, l- a little bit more flexibility there. Your pricing options there are going to be dictated by the shopping cart or the you know, payment gateway that you select to utilize with your plugins. So that is going to be a bit of a variable, but we can say that there is going to be some form of flexibility there. But the most flexibility, the highest flexibility you can get is on the Fedora platform because you can have multiple pricing plans per course. And uh, it's it's fantastic. I know with my Creating Successful Online Courses course, I was able to set up three different pricing options for my course on Fedora. I was able to set up a base amount just for the course. And then I was able to set up an amount to have some coaching in there as well. So there was two coaching options. So it gives your student an option just to get your course or get the course and get some help. And they can buy that on the spot. This is something that the other platform options don't give you. Now, another option you have with both Fedora and WordPress plugins is you can set it up to be a subscription model. So instead of just charging a one-off fee for your course, you can set up either a monthly or yearly subscription to your course. So this would be more like a membership model. Udemy obviously doesn't give you that option. Another interesting thing when it comes to Fedora is that it allows you to set up payments in multiple currencies for the one course. So you can have your course called ABC course, and you can have a price in US dollars, a price in Australian dollars, a price in yen, all on the one course. For other platforms like Udemy and WordPress, you may be able to select different currencies for the course, but not multiple currencies. So you could say on on Udemy, set up a course, one course and have it priced in US dollars, and then you could set up another course and have that priced in yen, but you could not have the one course priced in both US dollars and yen. So once again, this is a very unique way of pricing that Fedora offers because now you are catering to the international market and you are giving them the option to purchase in their own currency or they could work out which currency is going to work out best on exchange rates. So they might not even take their own currency because they might work it out that they're going to get a better deal if they take the US dollar option based on exchange rates. Who knows? But once again, when you're giving your students all these choices, it really helps your sales. 
Now, when it comes to what the platform takes as a, as a percentage per sale, you've got Udemy taking 25 to 50% of organic sales. Now, we know that you can keep up to 97% of the sale if the student purchases through a coupon, but there are other issues associated with that, which we'll cover later in this episode. But we can safely say that, you know, if you, if, if a student finds your course organically on Udemy, then Udemy is going to take 50% of that fee. Now, looking at Fedora, this will depend, this is variable based on what monthly plan you're on, but Fedora takes between zero and 10% of the, the course fee. So it's a lot fairer. And then of course, if you're hosting your course using WordPress plugins, then you don't have to pay a platform any cut at all. Now, when it comes to hosting fees, it's free to host on Udemy and Fedora has a free plan as well. But obviously when it comes to hosting on WordPress using a, you know, using a plugin, then you're going to have to organize your own hosting service, your own domain, and you're going to have to pay a, a monthly or annual fee depending on your hosting provider. With Fedora and Udemy, it costs nothing to, to set up. It's, it's free. But setting up a WordPress plugin or a, a WordPress setup with multiple plugins can get quite expensive. Now, you could buy one of these course WordPress plugins for uh, around $90 or something, and that could be a one-off fee. But it doesn't work all by itself. You've also got to integrate shopping carts and all sorts of stuff into it as well. And this is where it can get quite costly depending on what sort of setup you're going for. So depending on the setup that you have using your WordPress configuration and depending on your technical ability, it can cost you either between, you know, $70, $80 up to the tens of thousands of dollars a year to run and host your course using WordPress plugins. Now, when it comes to discounting, you are in complete control over your pricing when you're on the Fedora platform or when you're using WordPress plugins. But depending on the options you take when you set up your Udemy account, Udemy does discount offers on a regular basis. And if you're dialed into that, and that means that your course, you now your $300 course, that's, that's all you can charge now, that your $300 course could easily be sold for $10 and you have no control over that unless you disable that option. But if you want to be part of Udemy's marketing campaigns, then you have to opt into these offers. So it's sort of damned if you do, damned if you don't. So when it comes to ease of use and how easy it is to set up with Fedora and Udemy, it is really, really simple. All you need to do is upload your content, enter descriptions of your lectures and that sort of stuff, and away you go, set up your sales page. With WordPress plugins, it can be difficult and require technical expertise. Now, said I've had experience with WP Courseware, and that in itself was very easy to use and set up your course. It was the other parts, you know, the you know, setting up the affiliate program and setting up the the payment gateways and everything else that caused an issue. And 
and those in themselves weren't the issue. The issue then was the security settings on my host. So my, so the, the company that hosts my website have very, very strict security settings and they were blocking some of the calls, you know, the, you know, the API calls and everything else that, that were required to integrate and, and tie all this together. So at the end of the day, I had to abandon that setup. But as I said, WP Courseware is still a fantastic platform. And if you wish to host your own school on your, you know, on your own site using WordPress and just, and just go alone, it is, it is a great option. But just be aware that when you, when you're bringing in these other plugins and, and having to integrate and then having to take in consideration security protocols and everything else, it can become a bit of a headache if you don't have a lot of technical know-how. Okay, so let's look at hosting solutions. So, so Fedora and Udemy host your courses for you. If you're using a WordPress plugin, then obviously you've got to organize your own hosting service and, and pay for that either monthly or yearly. With Fedora and Udemy, they take care of all the software updates automatically. You don't have to worry about that. Whereas if you were hosting yourself, then you'd have to go through and apply those updates yourself. Also, with Udemy and Fedora, they provide a bulk upload option, which you wouldn't get if you were hosting yourself with a WordPress plugin. Now, affiliate programs are available for all platforms, whether it's Fedora, Udemy, or WordPress plugins. Now, Fedora has their own affiliate program, as does Udemy. When it comes to WordPress plugins, you can hook into something like JVZoo or ClickBank, or there are many other third-party affiliate plugins that you can use to set up your own affiliate program. But with Udemy... And Fedora, at least this is automatic and you don't have to worry about paying your affiliates. So that's all taken care of for you. Now let's look at marketing, which after all, as we all know, is your bread and butter. It's one thing to make the course and and publish it on a platform, but to actually make money and start selling, this is where the marketing comes in. One important consideration is who owns the student data. And with Udemy, they do. And it's actually against their rules to ask students for their email addresses. Now, Udemy will not tolerate you sending students to a, a landing page and asking for their email addresses. They just do not like it. Now, I understand that maybe Udemy are trying to protect their students against spamming, but honestly, it, it doesn't, this, this side of things doesn't sit well with me. With Fedora and WordPress, you own the student data. You have access to their email addresses and you can market to them any time you want. You are not under any restriction as to four times a month or two times a month. You have no no rules and regulations hanging over your head as to how and when you will market to your students. Another thing too is promoting competitors' courses to your students. Now, Udemy is the only platform that does this. Just consider this scenario. You set up a Facebook ads campaign and you send prospective students to your course sales page. Now, that could cost you maybe 20 cents a, 20 cents a click. It might cost you a dollar a click. 
and then they get to your landing page, or they, they get to your sales page, and they're reading down, and then all of a sudden they say, students who bought this course also bought this, 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 and this. And they start to show competitor courses on your sales page. So you're the one who, who's done the, the marketing, you paid for a click to your page, and now Udemy is going to take control of your sales page and say, well, if this course doesn't quite take your fancy, how about these courses here that have been created by other instructors? And if you click here, even though this person has paid advertising dollars to bring you to this site, we're going to send you over to another instructor so that another instructor can make some money. And then on top of that, even if you do buy this instructor's course where he spent money doing marketing, we're not going to let him have access to your personal details. So he can't market to you the way that he wants. We're, no, we're going to control what he says and how he, and how he markets to you. To me, I don't know whether you're sort of picking up a tone here, but it doesn't sit well with me. I don't, I don't like the controlled environment of Udemy. I don't like the rules and regulations. I don't like the way they keep on changing and moving the goalposts. The other thing with Fedora and WordPress is that you can host your course on your own custom domain and brand it up exactly the way you want it. So you can have color schemes, logos, layouts, everything the way that you would like it to be. With Udemy, you take what you get. No, you've got no, you can't configure or customize anything. Now, Udemy does market a lot of content, but there is no guarantee that your course is going to be included in their campaigns. Now, I know a lot of instructors say that the restrictions and the rules and regulations and the control that Udemy puts over you is worth it because Udemy has a community of seven to eight million students and so that you just expect to tap straight into that. Well, yes, and your course can go on there, but then depending on the keywords you use and the popularity of your course will depend on whether your course is firstly sold. And then you've got to do your initial marketing. You've actually got to get your get your students and get your course selling before Udemy will consider including you in their campaigns. And this is fair enough too because there are so many new courses hitting the, the Udemy platform every day that there's no way that they can promote every single course. So they've got to be clever with their marketing dollars as well. So they really want to start to market a sure thing. They want to start to market courses that have got a proven sales track record but you're the one who's got to get that kicked off in the first place. So for me and for my marketing dollars, if I'm the one who's got to start you know, the ball rolling anyway, I'm going to get the ball rolling on a platform where they're not dictating to me, where they're not controlling me, and they're not saying what I can and can't do. And finally, when we're just finishing off this infographic, when we look at the marketing advice, if you go with Fedora or or Udemy, then they do have a blog and they do offer you some marketing tips and some help there. If you are looking at doing your site on WordPress, then you're basically on your own there. So just to, to, to sum it all up, personally, I will continue to experiment with WP Courseware because it is a great plugin. As I said, actually setting up the course itself 
was really easy and it's it has a it has a very very good good flow it has a it has a front end that looks very similar to Udemy and Fedora so that side was fine i said my major problem was with all the other plugins that i was trying to get working and the security settings of my hosting service but it's still something that i want to experiment experiment with because i want to uh, you know put my courses up on things like Warrior Forum and that sort of stuff, and I just want to you know, play with different platforms. I'll still post my courses to Udemy because there is a marketplace there, and I think that's that's, a, that's the, the key word here, that Fedora is a hosting service for courses. Udemy is a marketplace of courses. And I was still put my course up on Udemy because I'd be leaving money on the table if I didn't. I've still got a chance to pick up organic sales, so why not? Not that I have a $300 course, but if, if I did have a $300 course, I would still put it on Udemy if they did sell it for $10 on a regular basis because that's still money in my pocket. But my personal preference when it comes down to ticking all the boxes has to be Fedora. And when it comes to my marketing efforts and everything else, even though I'll be putting my courses on Udemy, when it comes to my marketing efforts and my marketing dollars, I'll be sending all my prospective students to my Fedora school. So that's just something for you to, to think about. Now, there are other platforms out there as well. I think it's, it's very good not to put all your eggs in one basket. We don't know what you know, the future holds for any company, you know, companies can be acquired, they can go broke, things can you know, turn south, things can go north. Like you can get onto a platform which doesn't look very busy now and have prime spot that when they actually do start to crank out uh, and start to get traffic and start to get a market, you're in a, in, in a prime position to take advantage. So it's very important that you put your course out there on multiple platforms and just take advantage of the of, of the strengths of each platform. Once again, the show notes for this episode, along with the infographic that I've been talking about, will be available on my website at ecoursedomination.com slash 17. That's ecoursedomination.com slash 17. That's one seven. I do apologize if this episode sounded a little bit disjointed. I did have to stop and pause the recording while Power Tools were going so there were periods of 10 minutes or more where I had to sit here rather impatiently waiting for the noise to die down so I could continue on with the the episode so I do apologize if it, if this, it doesn't have as much as a flow as it could have if you found the information in this episode useful please share it please you know, take the time to pop over to iTunes and leave an honest rating and review Ratings and reviews really help to rent the show and get the show out to a broader audience, and that means I can help more people. So, and if you leave me a five star review, I'll give you a shout out on the show. But what I'll need to do, if you if you do leave a review, please leave me a, a, an email at asktim at ecoursedomination.com and tell me what country you're from, and I will uh, and I'll, I'll give you a shout out. So that's it for this episode. I'd like to thank you once again for taking the time to listen to me. 
I know we live in a busy world and we have so many other options, so I do sincerely appreciate you taking the time to listen to my podcast. And until next time, take care.